damn, 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 damn. Another loss in South Beach to the Miami Heat. The Magic tragically lose to the Heat 96-99. to Paulo put his best effort into it, 25 in the game, 10 in the fourth quarter, but it just wasn't enough. I mean, he probably misses his easiest shot or two of the game right at the end. And that's what made it so heartbreaking right there, which you know would have put us up by one with still some time left. You don't know what could have happened, but Paolo was obviously as devastated as many of us Magic fans were watching this one. What's up, Second Cousins? It's been far too long with the holidays and then the West Coast trip. You know your boy's not staying up late. Got to teach the youths in the morning, so... Made it tough to do a lot of these recaps, but I wanted to get on here and just talk about this game, talk about some of the things going on, and hear your thoughts. I also didn't want to hear any shit talk from Louie in the comments, who is a Heat fan, but for some reason religiously watches this podcast, so thank you, Louie. I hope you enjoy as I eat my crow right now in this loss because if I'm going to get on here and be jubilant after victories, I got to talk about the losses too. Um, Man, you know, seeing Jimmy Butler out, Tyler Hero who cooked us last time out, you're thinking Magic fans, all right, we, we, we really should be winning this game. I don't know what the line was before. I didn't look to gamble on it, but I don't know. Were we favorites? We should have been up there. We had our best player in Paulo Bancaro. But they have a guy in Bam Adebayo who is a force, and he had a damn good game. Bam with 21 points, 8 of 17 from the field, 11 boards. I mean, that guy down low is something else. And you can see why a guy like him and Jimmy Butler can go so far in the playoffs. A well-coached team, yeah, we're playing their bench unit pretty much, but they've got pros. I mean, they've got guys that have been there before. Duncan Robinson loves to play against us. His old teammate in Moritz Wagner, man, he likes to put on for that guy. 23 points for Duncan Robinson, 9 of 19, 4 of 10 from beyond the arc. I mean, they were starting Nikola Jovic, who I don't know. Louis, you can tell me. Heat fans out there, you can tell me. Is he a guy that was getting burned? I, I didn't think so. Didn't think he was playing in the NBA right now. But, um, yeah, he started against us. What did he have? Four points. Okay, so it was a non-factor. But still, it's like that guy is starting. Highsmith is starting. And we can't come out with a victory? Damn, man. We got to get this monkey off our backs. The Heat have our number. I forget what the statistic is, but like something like 15 of the last 17 we've lost? Like we've only beaten them. Damn. And I know LeBron was there for a while, but... Come on. We got to get this monkey off our back. And I think that's why Paolo was so frustrated at the end, just walked right off into the tunnel. And I like to see that. I like to see that pain, that frustration. A guy like Paolo, a guy like Jalen Suggs, they wear it on their sleeve. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, hey, you didn't dap up today because you're pissed off. That's right. That's right, young man. Be angry. Be angry so that next time we don't find ourselves in this situation. 
And it's been tough, man. I don't know. Let, let me know in the comments. How are you feeling, Magic fans? I'm going to talk about talk with this about Peach later on today. We should be getting on to film Court Cousins episode 59, I believe, later today, maybe tomorrow. Should be posted this weekend. But it's been tough to watch, man. It, and I know there have been some bright spots. The, the win against Denver. There was another victory in there. I can't even – the Hawks, like – there's some bright spots happening. Paulo's had some tremendous performances just being a superstar and carrying this team and it leaving no doubt that he is an all-star. Again, he had 25 points tonight, eight boards, six assists. He's doing everything he can, but he's starting with Chuma OKK and Caleb Houston. And I know, look, I know we've been pumped about it and we've been wanting to see improved three-point shooting and we're getting Caleb Houston, who has breakout, you know, had a great game when he scored 21, season high 21 points not too long ago, hitting from beyond the arc. That's great and all, but he's not a starter on our team. And what's been frustrating for me is just finding ourselves back in the same spot that we were as fans for the past two years, having to look for individual guys and where's the bright spot stuff. Because this is the year we we're supposed to be winning. And, I mean, don't look now, and I'm going to, again, talk about this on uh, Court Cousins episode 59, but Eastern Conference standings are tight, ladies and gentlemen. And with that loss, we find ourselves in eighth place now. And just behind us is the Bulls four games back. So we got a little bit of space, but now we're at the bottom there of that group. And, you know, on the flip side of that is, hey, we can be right up to – you know, fourth place is only two games ahead of us. So it can turn like that. But what's been frustrating from my perspective is the predictability of the situation in which we find ourselves. In that it in that situation is injured. Injured again. And rolling out lineups, again, no disrespect, Chumo KK, Caleb Houston in the starting lineup. And those are guys, even Goga Pitatze, who's played fantastic all year, at the beginning of the year, these are not guys that us Magic fans thought would be in our starting lineup. Those were guys that maybe were, you know, Goga definitely getting minutes as a backup five, Caleb maybe seeing it once in a while. But I think, you know, I was kind of done with Chuma. I thought he was, you know, maybe going to play out the year and then just kind of ride off into the sunset. Maybe another team was going to give him a chance. I don't know maybe get involved in a trade at the trade deadline, but not starting for our team. And, you know, to his credit, as he's gotten some consistency, he's been playing much better. Saw him taking the ball off the dribble a couple times tonight. That was the old Chuma that we love to see dunking on Anthony Davis in his rookie year and us thinking, oh, he can bring some more here. And that's what folks were excited about with Chuma OKK. And then it just kind of went away. And his shot got weird. He was like shooting with one hand for a couple years. And now that he's getting some consistency, we're seeing some of those flashes come back. And maybe he can kind of work his way back into their graces and become a rotational fringe guy. That's it, though. A rotational fringe guy that maybe sees the floor in the regular season but isn't a contributor in the, in the playoffs. Because I'm sorry, like four years in, you kind of know where a guy is going to be. And sure, guys make leaps in fifth years, six years, but it's rare. And... It's normally kind of, you see it coming a little bit more. So that's that's why I've been frustrated. 
That's another reason I probably haven't been getting on here and doing it besides the West Coast. I'm watching games late, watching games halfway because it doesn't this isn't the team that we know. We're what we're like second place in the league at uh, at, at three-point attempts right now. That's not our game, man. That's not how we win games. We bully ball, baby. We get into the paint. We force turnovers. We get into passing lanes. We win the boards. And we have not been lately. So I feel like I'm watching like uh, like a Golden State Warriors just hucking threes. This is not our team. And while I know we need more three-point shots, I'm not looking for that type of flip. All right, I'm not looking for us to be number two in the league. We lost the boards last night by three, 41 to 38. We got destroyed in the paint, absolutely destroyed in the paint, um, 52 to 38. I mean, that's yeah, we're we're not going to win the game like that. And sure, we held the Heat, who loved to take the three point ball, to eight of 26. We beat them from beyond the arc, 12 of 40 from ours. That's 12 of 40. Our percentage was about the same, 30% for both of us. But we made some more. We took about equal shots, and we had our chance. You know, It was a, it was a tie game. You got, got the rock in Paulo's hands. You love what he's doing in the fourth quarter. Man, he's hitting some tough shots. That turnaround jumper, man, on the baseline, crazy difficult. And again, he misses probably his easiest two shots right at the rim in the end, but this guy's got the superstar gene. We have seen it. I guess that's been the silver lining of all these injuries. He has carried this team at different points in these games, and you can see he solidified himself as an all-star. He's going to be there. He's proven himself to the league that he's one of those guys, and he's going to be a superstar that can take our team forward. So that's, that's fantastic. That's the silver lining. But I found myself a little bit more frustrated than excited to watch this Magic team lately. And let, let me know. Am I being a Debbie Downer? Am I being a Debbie Downer? Let me know in the comments. I think I'm being pretty realistic when I'm saying this is a predictable spot that we find ourselves in. And it's a little frustrating. Wendell Carter Jr., love him to death. Barely played more than 65 games in a year. I think maybe once. Jonathan Isaac, you don't even need, I don't even need to go there. Joe Ingles, fantastic game tonight. We could see, like, Joe Ingles is supposed to be, like, our seventh, eighth guy. Like, that's the end of our rotation normally. And, I mean, you're getting – that's that end of rotation guy is giving you 14 on four of eight from three-point land, six assists, creating as, like, a six-nine, never-going-to-speed-me-up type of guy. That, that team is a challenger for a top four, top five seed in the East. That team. But this team right now, and you know, as again, as much as I love Joe Ingles, and he's fantastic when he's on the floor, came off an ACL a couple years ago. He's getting older. Your boy's like a little older than me now. So it's like things are going to ha- happen. Bumps and bruises are going to happen with a guy like that. Franz is an Iron Man, man. Him being out these, what, three or four games? Haven't seen anything like that from Franz with ankle sprains. Normally he pops right back. So I hope it's just an overabundance of caution. It probably is, but it is frustrating. You know, Markel folds down again with, you know, it was told to us the uh, tendonitis. I don't know if I believe that. I, th- I, I think it's the thoracic outlet syndrome. That pains me, man. That pains me. How are you feeling watching Markel Fultz? Because it looks like we're watching a shell of the Markel that we know. 
He's out there. He doesn't want to shoot. He doesn't want to shoot. He's passing up open threes like he did a couple years ago. Even some of his passes, if it comes out of his hand at the like at the wrong shoulder trajectory, it's got nothing on it. It's it's seems clear to me he's still dealing with the the nerve issue, and there's got to be some numbness when it's you know at a certain trajectory or arm angle that the passes don't have the juice on them. I mean, he's turning the ball over. He just doesn't look like himself. It's great to see him out there pushing the pace. That's the Markel that we know getting into the passing lanes, getting some steals. But when he can't shoot the 18-footer even, it's just like I don't know what the value of having him out there is. As much as I love Markel Fultz, and I took him to be most improved player of the year this year, and I really believe that. Like I thought he was going to be jumping up into around like 18 points-ish per game, six to eight assists a game, like – I thought he was going to be the engine to make this team move because he has been. But he's injured, man. He's injured. And so why is he out there getting 17 minutes and Anthony Black getting nine? Like, I know the Rook doesn't bring as much on the offensive side, and we need badly right now some offensive flow. We're getting back into, like, the old just dribble handoff because these guys haven't really played that much together. You know, they've gotten this game stretch, but the offense just looks out of sorts. People aren't moving well out the ball. Gary Harris hasn't been playing. That's another injury. Like, I'm forgetting the guys that we have on our team because we're so injured. <laughs> and I can't do anything but laugh. Second Cousins, I can't. Because I got to stay sane, okay? Or else I'm going to go crazy. And then I'm going to be like the woman who sits sideline and shows up in ball gowns, okay? I'm just going to be wearing ball gowns to, like, family dinners. And I don't know what the hell is going on, all right? And then they're going to move me to a place with padded walls. Maybe I should just put some padding up in here. And I can just retire to the fan attic. (sighs) Something else that's really grinding my gears is just not seeing Jet Howard. And I'm sorry this is going to turn into I'm sorry if this is just a little bit of a of a venting session, but let me know what am I crazy in the comments? Let me know what you're thinking and how you're feeling right now cuz I know there's bright spots and I'm I want to be optimistic, but this team should be winning, man. Like they Paulo Bancaro is too freaking good. Jaime Jaime Hawkes, man. He's doing it out there for them. Big guard. Big guard. I know what he did. He play three or four years in college. I know he was kind of one of the older guys. 18th pick, 19 points, seven boards, three assists for them. Isn't that the perfect Miami Heat guy? And you just hate to see the success of the Miami Heat. They're just getting a guy who comes right in, who's a lunch pail type of dude, who's efficient from the floor. What was he? Eight of 16, doesn't take dumb shots takes the right shot, makes the right pass, just hustling that type of guy who fits right in with a team that's trying to win. And that's what's a little frustrating to me. Maybe the front office took Jet Howard knowing that it's a project, but I thought we were trying to at least, you know, be in the playoffs. Like I think we're we still can are in the play in, but like I thought we were a playoff team. Markel Fultz, fourth seed last year, right? The team only got better. Isn't that where we're supposed to be right now? Shouldn't we have been picking some guys we thought that could come in and impact the game? Why is Jet Howard done in the G League? And now he's not even playing in the G League. He's injured in the G League. 
I saw him play against the Westchester Knicks not too long ago. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he dropped like 30. The efficiency was not good. He kind of just looked like he was sleepwalking, taking shots. It almost looked like uh, more of a pickup game for him. Mac McClung is the one that stood out as driving that team, as really having the effort and the tenacity. And Jet kind of just looked like he was going through the motions. And I don't know. You know, maybe he turns it around. I think he just he's not playing defense at an NBA level right now, which is why he's not getting minutes. But if he's not going to get minutes right now when Chuma Okeke is starting, ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing? You see a guy like Jaime Jaquez who comes in and drops 19 on us, picked 18th. So where's Jet, man? We It makes it worse because you see guys like Derek Lively who who's got picked after um, a- after Jet. And we could use some center depth. He's been killing it with the Mavericks. Jordan Hawkins killing it in New Orleans as a three-point guy. You know I was saying that at the, before the draft, a UConn guy. I would like to see him in the Magic pinstripes. Keontae George has been good. I know our boy Raph wanted Keontae. Cam Whitmore has been playing in Houston. Kaysen Wallace has been balling in OKC. Like All these guys were picked in a way after... Jet, and Jet is in the G League on our team right now that is extremely injured. We're playing Trevling Queen. No disrespect, but he wasn't an 11th pick. So that's just another frustration. And I, I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm done. You know? No, I'm not. I'm, I lied. I have one more frustration. No, I, it's not really a frustration. It's just like... Jalen Suggs struggling in this game. He's had some really good games. His shooting has been tremendous. But you kind of see, in my opinion, that Jalen Suggs is a tremendous complimentary piece. He is a starter-level player, and he is dynamic when he has the right playmakers around him, when he doesn't have the pressure to playmake. Because you can see he's kind of doing a little too much right now. And when he can step back into that role of being that auxiliary guy, pushing here and there, shooting, playing tremendous defense, that's where he really shines. But, yeah, picked up three fouls, just trying to do too much. Um, Just a little bit of that kind of younger Jalen that we saw when he came into the league, playing a little bit too fast for his brain and how quick, you know, his feet were playing a little bit faster than he was thinking. Um, And so as a result, he only got 14 minutes in this. 0-4 0-4 from three, two points. Not a great game from Jalen. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really tough loss to take, and it's it, it, something's got to change. I hope we start getting some of the – and the only thing that really can change is that we get back some of our guys that are injured. You know, hopefully Franz is coming right back. We saw a little bit of Wendell, and then he went down, so – when is he coming back? We shall see. Are we ever going to see Jonathan Isaac again? The team just re-signed or uh, gave him uh, qual- uh, picked up the guarantee in his contract this year through the rest of the season. So I don't know. Did you see enough for that to happen? Going to be talking to Peach about that later on. But the next few games, it it doesn't get easier right now. This is a tough stretch of games, and we need guys to come back or. We could see those Bulls like four and a half games back right now right in our rear view um, for the ninth spot in the East because we have the Thunder who are clicking and are healthy. 
Um, the Knicks, who that Bam Adebayo, I'm mean, sorry, the Bam Adebayo, the OG Ananobi trade is working out perfectly for them. They're playing with tenacity. I wanted to go to that game, but now tickets are 200 bucks to even get in the building. And I don't want to pay $200 to go see this Magic team right now because I think we're going to get spanked by the Knicks right now. Uh, then the Hawks, then the Sixers, then the Heat again, the Cavs. Like, those games are tough. We play the Grizzlies now without Ja, so that's helpful. Then the Suns and the Mavericks. That's a tough stretch of games. We get some more at the end of January. It gets a little bit easier, but not much, man. We need to get guys back and healthy and get back into the groove of things, back to the identity of this team, which is getting into the paint, crashing the boards, um, playing tough-nosed defense and to get some wins, to get back to our identity because – this could slip away from us, and um, I know, I know, the world, the sky is not crumbling down. We got some time. the The All Star break is coming. Guys will get some more rest, and hopefully, we'll get guys back soon and get back to what we know. But I understand where people are coming from when they're talking about we need to make a trade here at the trade deadline. I'm not saying anything cataclysmic. I'm just saying let's make a trade to get some more healthy, reliable bodies in here to get some more healthy, reliable depth because love Gary Harris, love Wendell Carter, love Jonathan Isaac, um, love Franz Wagner. These are all our dudes, but like we were just too injured again for another season. And that's, what's been tough for me. Um, but it has been fun just getting out here and exercising the demons because it helps to talk to somebody. So thanks for listening. Second cousins. Louie, you bastard. I hope you appreciate this. <laughs> I'll see you soon, Second Cousins. Much love. Let's go, Magic. Peace out.